so choose to enter in through praise, through thanksgiving, we enter into your courts, we enter into your presence through worship. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. I worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah, Lord, for all you do. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you for your presence. If you had any area on your body that was hurting this morning, lay hands on it right now. of the name of Jesus. I speak life. Life in full. No death in any cell. The anointed one's in you. The anointed one fills every cell of your body this morning. Restoring. Perfecting. Establishing. Recreating. Creative power. Precious name. Hallelujah. I'm just going to lay hands on Brother Jim's eyes right here. Just take off these glasses. Jim had a vision of me laying hands on his eyes for sight and his ears for hearing. Part of the vision was that this is for you too. And anyone online, if you're online, and if you need sight, your sight restored in Jesus' precious name. If you need hearing restored in your ears, in Jesus' name, now's your time to take it. In Jesus' precious name, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. The Lord was talking to me about his sight last week, unbeknownst to him. And I gave him the vision of the same thing. So praise God forevermore. He had the vision that I would lay hands on him with oil. The Lord would not allow me to leave my house this morning without this oil. It's from Jerusalem, actually. Same uh, place his hat says Jerusalem and uh, I tried and he would not let me leave the house with this without this I didn't have it for the last two weeks but I have it here this morning amen in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word shall be established I'm just going to go with Kenny Copeland's instruction and Oral Roberts instruction to him not lay hands until I'm ready to release my faith so praise God which is all stretch out our hands to Jim in Jesus name thank you father for your healing and Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Thank you, Lord. That's a prayer of faith. Save the sick, and you shall raise them up. They committed any sin, any generational sin. I don't care what it is, it shall be forgiven them in Jesus' precious name. So we anoint his eyes with oil in Jesus' name. We anoint his eyes with oil in Jesus' name. Thank you. Hallelujah. 
inside out. Illuminated on the inside. Light on the outside. Amen. Yep. give someone a hug. Tell them Jesus loves them. Happy Saturday. God lives on Saturday too. <laughs> Good morning on our podcast. Welcome. Word at the Ranch on podcast and it's free for nothing. <laughs> Hallelujah. The healing has begun. The victory has been won. The coming of the sun. Draweth nigh. Well, y'all may be seated if you can. You're free to stand during the service like I am. It's up to you. <laughs> glory! Say the glory's here. That was beautiful playing. Thank you, Arthur. Good morning, Jan. <laughs> Everyone say hi to Jan. Hallelujah. <laughs> I was going to start in Second um, Thessalonians this morning and go through there, but let's just go back a little bit to 1 Corinthians 12. We'll just follow the Holy Spirit. How's that sound? <laughs> Say, I, ho- I follow the Holy Ghost in what I wear, what I eat, what I see, and what I do. 
He has every part of my life. And I'm looking good, too. <laughs> amen. You just follow his lead, amen. You'll be looking real good, real fast, amen. We just follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. Praise God forevermore. Say he's here. The helper's here. The healer's here. The Holy Spirit is here. And he's here for my benefit. Amen. What a minister the Holy Ghost is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. I just started the Ten Commandments yesterday. I wanted to watch it all the way through. It's, you know, Charlton Heston. It's three hours and 40 minutes long. I made it three hours. I got 40 minutes left. <laughs> we went to downtown Disney and ate way too much sugar. Praise God forevermore. <laughs> Everything ends on a sweet note with the Lord. Amen. <laughs> But you were carried away, he says, to these dumb idols. However you were led. Well, that wasn't the Holy Ghost. Remember that? That was the spirit of Satan, the spirit of the world, the spirit of adultery. Led away to dumb idols. Dumb. However you were led. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. There are diversities of gifts. There's different gifts. But it's the same Spirit. It's the same Spirit that has all the gifts, all nine of them. All fruit came through the Holy Ghost. Who you are today came through the Holy Ghost. Amen. There are diversity of gifts, but the same Spirit, same gifts, same fruit, same distributor, the Holy Ghost. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. So you have to have the fruit in place before the gifts can ever function. That's why he comes in with the fruits of the Holy Ghost the moment you get born again. Then he expects you to receive him in full so that you'll function in the gifts as well. There are differences in ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God, same God, who works all in all. Who works all in all. All in all. Say, I'm complete in him. The head of all principality and power. And he's working everything. Out for good. For my benefit. In Jesus' name. But the manifestation, the working, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. Say each one. Each one. Not one person left out. For the profit of all. Of all. For the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith, that's the gift of faith that supersedes the born-again faith He gave you, the measure of faith. This is an additional amount of faith given and worked through the Holy Ghost, the gift of faith. To another faith by the same Spirit. I just know it's going to happen. When I lay hands on Him, I just know it's going to happen. That is an extra unction and gunction of faith given from the Holy Ghost to you. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings. Get that, that's plural. Both gifts and healings are plural. Gifts and healings. So you got to flow with the Holy Ghost on know how to minister that. you got to flow with Him. He'll have you do something one way and one day and a different a different day. And you just flow with the gifts of healings by the same Spirit. Follow His leading. 
You know, if you follow his leading on what to eat and what to wear, it's going to be easier for you to follow his leading on how to minister. Amen. We start with the small things that we already have. Amen. And if we're faithful a little, he makes us ruler over much. Gifts of healings, plural, by the same spirit. And to another, the working of miracles. This is the only gift out of nine that needs to be worked. It's the working of miracles. Elisha and Elijah told him, jump in the river. <laughs> jump in the Jordan. Wash seven times. There were always instructions. Fill the water pots, Jesus said. There are always instructions with the working of miracles. Because it needs to be worked out. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Say, I'm working out my salvation. With fear and trembling. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. Woo! Prophecy! To edify, encourage, and uplift those around you. What a gift. Paul says, desire this gift. Desire the gift of prophecy above others so that all may be edified and encouraged and uplifted. God is an, into encouragement, it sounds like to me, when I read the Bible. He's an uplifter of the head. He's an encourager. He's a uniter. He's not a divider. So if you're at home by yourself today, shame on you. That wasn't God who put you there. That was the devil. He's a uniter, not a divider. Gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. Knowing the spirit of truth from the spirit of error. That's a good gift to have in these last days. Amen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> knowing a true president from a fake president. Uh, knowing the spirit of truth from the spirit of error. Amen. Praise God. That's the gift of discernment. And that is very much needed in the last days in the church. The gift of discerning of spirits. What spirit is behind and motivating their actions? What spirit is behind their words? What spirit is being ministered behind what they're saying? The spirit of discernment is much needed. The discerning of truth from error. The right spirit. Hang out with those with the right spirit. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of those tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things. He works all these things, the Holy Ghost. You got to get to know the Holy Ghost. He's the one working all these things. We're just the vessels. We're just the instruments He uses. We just relax and rest in Him, and He uses us. He moves us forth. Amen? We rely completely on the Holy Spirit, our Helper. Leads us into all truth, all truth. But one and the same Spirit works all these things. All these gifts are worked by Him. I'm not in charge of them. He is. I just have the privilege to cooperate. Distributing to each one individually as he will. See, it's up to God's will, the Holy Spirit's will, uh, to determine which gift's in operation at what time. And it's always going to be done in order, because he's a God of order. Some people have said God's a Methodist. I like that. He has his methods, and they, they never change. He's a Methodist. I like that. He does things uh, repeatedly, over and over and over again. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body. Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, whether African, Asian, American, don't matter. And have all been made to drink into one Spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. But many. 
Say, who am I? Who am I? To judge another member. To judge another member. So the person sitting next to you is not you. Get used to it. <laughs> Amen? Your spouse is not you. Get used to it. You'll never meet anyone like you. Get used to it. <laughs> I'm so glad for diversity. Amen? God is so diverse, isn't he? No one will ever look like you. No one will ever have your thumbprint. Every hair on your head's numbered. Isn't it amazing how vast and how huge he is? Just think of all the people in the world and not one person has the same thumbprint of those sitting next to him. That's just amazing to me. And it's just continue that from the beginning of creation. And it will continue until the end of it. Amazing. He's so huge. And you're worrying about a bill. Oh my gosh. Good Lord. <laughs> Don't worry about your needs. He's always got it covered. He meets every need. Amen. If you're going to worry, just worry about someone else getting blessed. Amen? Yeah. Praise God. Take your eyes off yourself. That'll solve everything. When you start looking out, your problems will go away. Amen? God takes care of everyone. Might as well not even look at them. Just keep your eyes on Him. Keep your eyes on others. What can I do for others today? How can I be a blessing? I'm blessed to be a blessing. I get blessed when I bless others. How about you? It's more blessed to give than to receive, saith the Lord. Always look for ways to give. And God will always look for ways to get things back to you. Look for ways to give. Praise Jesus forevermore. <sighs> Where to? Second Thessalonians. First Thessalonians is the oldest book in the New Testament, by the way. Written about 51 AD, they say. That puts it at the oldest book in the New Testament. So Second Thessalonians right there with it. Just to give you some uh, background, the book of John, Big John, the Gospel of John, was written about 90 to 110 AD. <laughs> Uh, 1 Thessalonians 51 AD Matthew and Luke 85 to 90 AD they say and the book of Mark the gospel of Mark 66 to 70 AD scholars say so here we are at 51 AD Amen and it's written by Paul Paul, Silvanus and Timothy he always traveled in a group two by two at least Paul, Silvanus and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ grace to you you can get blessed just meditating on verse 2 right here all night before you go to bed. Grace to you. Grace to me. Make it personal. This is a personal love letter to you recorded throughout all time for you. Grace to me. Grace to me. What's that word grace mean? Look it up. Do some homework. The favor of God. Unmerited favor. Grace. Grace to me. Favor. Favor to you. Favor to me. You go to bed thinking that. Wake up thinking that. Grace to me today. Grace to me. And peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. Peace to me, peace. Grace to you and peace from God our Father. Isn't it nice to have God as your Father? <laughs> the creator of the universe as your dad? Oh, glory to God. What can't you have? What can't you do, amen? Praise Jesus. God, the creator of everything, is your dad if you receive his son. Grace to you, grace to me, peace to me, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. In the mouth of two or three, every word shall be established. There's two right there. The Father and the Son are agreeing with Paul the Apostle and the Holy Spirit who wrote this. For my grace and my peace today. Ooh, Jesus. You take the word literally, you're going to get blessed. 
Amen. This is a living Bible. It's a living book. This is God Himself speaking to you directly. Grace to me and peace from God our Father. I just can't receive that. I heard someone say in their spirit. You don't know what I've done. Well, God already knows and He already forgives you. You're not an old sinner saved by grace. You're now saved by grace. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You are made the permanent righteousness of God in Christ. Whether you're living in sin or not, you're still the righteousness of God in Christ and God expects you to receive everything He has for you. No matter what you do, no matter what you've done. Amen? The glory will overweigh and outweigh all the other stuff. The glory's here. Amen? The glory's in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. He's in you. He's in you. He looks at what you've done. Amen? Your name's written in the book of life. Not the book of death and defeat, but the book of victory. Grace to you and peace. Peace. Be still. Know that I am God. From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We could talk about that verse all service. Man, there's so much in there. Just the heading. Glory to God. We are bound. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren and sistren. Whenever you see brethren and sistren too. Adam means man, that's mankind. Adam and Eve were in Adam, amen. Praise God. Brethren and sistren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly. Hey, say my faith grows exceedingly. God said it, that settles it. <laughs> There's some insider information if you weren't aware of that. <laughs> your faith is growing exceedingly, God says. And the love of every one of you all abounds toward each other. Woohoo! abounds toward each other so that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith in all say all all your persecutions and tribulations or afflictions that you endure say I'm not staying in them I was called to go through them I'm going to the other side this is my year of victory. <laughs> He's restoring everything. Sevenfold. Whatever was taken from you in 2020. Sevenfold. Amen. You just claim that promise. Sevenfold. It's coming back to me in 2021. I won't let the thief get away with nothing. In all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure, which is manifest evidence of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, which you are, the righteousness of God in Christ, for which you also suffer since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation or affliction those who trouble you. Don't touch me. Don't trouble me. You're going to get it. <laughs> not going to be from me, but it's going to be from my Father who loves me. The Bible says, touch not his anointed ones. That's Christians. That's the person sitting next to you. That's the person you don't really like at church. That's an anointed one, according to God. Amen? Don't, don't touch them. Don't touch them with your thought life, with your tongue. You're going to touch them. You need to bless them. Amen? Those are the ones to bless. Those are the ones I feel like God sent to you that are on assignment to bless you, to, to perfect your love commandment and love walk. So don't, don't cast them out. Don't cast them astray. Just, just stay with them. Love endures to the end. You're going to get blessed through loving them. And if you can love them, you can love anyone. Amen? <laughs> Praise God. We can all think of one person. Hey, if we can love them, we can love anyone. Right. Amen? So I believe they're God sense. Because love is our greatest assignment, greatest quest in this life. And number one commandment, our love walk. Makes it easy. Oh, so easy. And give to you our troubled rest with us. For it's a righteous thing with God to repay. To repay with affliction those who trouble you. <laughs> but you take too long. 
<laughs> you just wait on the Lord. Amen. Just wait on God. Keep on being the blessing. And to give you who are troubled rest. Ah, rest. Don't be troubled. Enter into his rest through faith. Troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus is revealed, say, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So when you really see him, that's when you'll enter into his rest and escape your troubles. When you're really looking for him and find him. To give you our troubled rest with us. They had rest. Hey, Paul was probably the most persecuted, afflicted Christian who will ever live. And he says, rest with us. Paul abided in rest. See there? He says, rest with us. No matter what the affliction, trouble, or test, trial, affliction, tribulation, Paul was living in the rest. He was living in his rest. You enter into his rest through faith. If you're not resting, you're not in faith. I said, if you're toiling and you're not resting, you're not in faith. And to give you who are troubled rest with us. When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. Well, the Bible says we're encompassed about with an innumerable company of angels right now. Arthur's got one sitting right on his right arm right now. Another on his left right there. You call to the ministry, more angels come to you to assist you in your calling and in your assignment. Amen. But every human, every human, born again or not, has one angel, at least one angel, that are tugging them, pushing them to church every day of their life. That's why they have to drink heavy to escape that call and that push. Amen. Seriously. They got to drink pretty heavy to escape that push because that's a big angel nudging them to church. Amen. They got to be completely distracted and distract themselves to not follow that call, not follow that leading and nudging. So everyone's born with at least one angel and more are added to you as you progress and go on in life. Praise God for our guardian angels. Amen. The Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. These shall be punished with everlasting destruction. Before I read this, the Bible says that it's God's will for every man to be saved. But there comes a point where they've resisted the truth so much that God knows, and you should probably know, they ain't going to make it. <laughs> I'm not saying God gives up, but God looks on the heart of man. He knows. He knows when someone's past repentance. And so should you if you have the Spirit. Amen. You may be wasting your time praying for someone, is what I'm saying. Search, get with God and pray in the Holy Ghost. And, and know who to pray for. Spend your time that produces, that produces fruit. Amen. Don't waste your time. It's precious. Praise God forevermore. That was a word. <laughs> when he comes in that day to be glorified in his saints, these shall be punished with everlasting destruction. Verse 9. From the presence of the Lord. Wasn't that now? Are they living in his presence on the earth? No. Judgment begins at the house of God. It's on the earth. It's here. From the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. When he comes in that day to be glorified, where? In his saints. <laughs> we ain't going to be looking for it. They're going to be looking to us and we should be looking in too. To be glorified in his saints, his sent ones. You ain't an ain't, you're a saint. Amen. He called you from ain't to saint. Amen. <laughs> you ain't no sinner no more. You're saved by grace. You're a saint. You're a sent one. No matter how bad you feel about yourself or your poor self-image or good image, you're saint, sent from heaven, the Bible says. Just get with him. Amen. Just overlook yourself and just look right to him. Lord, what do you want me to do today? What can I do for you? What's my assignment today? 
That should be our goal every day. What's our assignment today? Who can I bless today? Who can I serve today? Who can I sow into today? I'm called. I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm a saint, not an eight. Show me the way in Jesus' name. To be admired among all those who believe. To be admired by all those who believe. Say, I'm admired. Say, I'm admired in heaven. I ought to be admired on earth. Amen. If you admire yourself, I bet others will admire you as well. And be admired among all those who believe, because our testimony among you was believed. Therefore we also pray. Notice how much praying they did. Therefore we also pray always, always, for you, that our God would count you worthy of this calling, and fulfill all the good pleasure. Oh, I love this verse. This verse is jam-packed. And fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness. Wealth is in his goodness. Riches are in his goodness. He himself fulfills these things. Fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. That the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. That the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. He ain't getting any glory from you being broke. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Satan's getting glory from that, not the Lord. He gets glory when you're living in the blessing and in the overflow and in abundance and in prosperity. There's more verses on wealth and his goodness in the Bible than any other subject. Over 2,350 of them. God takes pleasure in your prosperity, David said. He's a God of prosperity, not lack. He ain't taking pleasure in you not having enough. He takes pleasure in you having more than enough because he's the God of more than enough. He's El Shaddai, not El Lack. <laughs> Amen? He's El Shaddai. How do I get more stuff? Just get more God. He has everything in his hands. Amen? Don't go after stuff. Go after the Creator. Stuff will come to you. The more time you spend with him, the more people just bless you. Amen? Good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. What's he say, Jesus said? Shall men and women add back into your lap? For with the measure you use, it shall be measured to you. Jesus said, measure how you hear. Take heed how you hear. 30, 60, 100 fold is going to come back to you how you hear. So hearing's as important as well. Praise Jesus. God takes pleasure in your prosperity. That the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. And you in him. According to the grace of our Lord and God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Chapter 2. Now, brethren and sisters, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and here's the part I want to get to, and our gathering together to him, we ask of you, we ask you, not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled. You're going to have to put on that helmet of salvation every morning you wake up, to not be shaken by the news media or the world, even more so now. You should have been used to putting on the armor already. Amen. The full armor of God. Amen. Not to be soon shaken in mind. In mind. Or troubled. Notice trouble starts in the mind. Amen. The battle, the warfare is in the mind, in the head, between the ears. That's the battleground. If you can control your mind, you can control your life. You can control the devil. You can control your destiny, your purpose, your plans. If you can control your mind taking every thought captive 
putting on the whole armor of God, casting down vain imaginations and every thought that exalts itself against the word of God. That ain't my thought. I ain't going to take it. I got the helmet of salvation. My mind's protected and preserved. I only think on, only think on good things, heavenly things, good things, those that are true. Philippians 4, 6, amen? amen? Think on these things. Either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had already come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. So there's going to be a great falling away, but there's going to be a, a great uprising of his remnant. And the man of sin, or literally lawlessness, is revealed. He's a man that the devil has, and he's occupying. The devil can't move without men, neither can God. Amen. And the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself. Do we see that trend already happening on social media? Yeah. Exalting oneself, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, just like Lucifer, Amen. or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God was added by the translators, so that he sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God, which he ain't. Maybe the God of the world. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 says Satan is the God of this world. So he's got followers. <laughs> showing himself that he is God of the world. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining, that it may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Hey, that's us. We are upholding truth. We are the backbone. Once we're taken out of here, <laughs> I don't want to be here. It's going to get crazy fast. People will be slaying each other without us here, without uh, uprightness in the earth. Man. The, the flood of death is coming without us. Whew. Now he who restrains, notice we're restraining this lawlessness. We're restraining this lawless man from being revealed or taking place. We the church are restraining with goodness the evil that's to come without us here. Now he who restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way, until we go, until we're caught up with him in the air. And then the lawless one will be revealed. Sounds to me like we're going to be raptured before the Antichrist is even revealed. According to this verse, you're going to be on the first ship out and taken up into glory, meeting the, the Lord in the air with all the ones who've died in Him. Meet our loved ones in the air. Uh, before the, the man of perdition, sin and lawlessness, the Antichrist, is even revealed. That's how much strength and power we have. Just our presence alone. Because He's in us. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. Just darkness totally eaten up by life, completely destroyed just by his presence. That's why they shouldn't be able to function around you either. Demons should not be able to function around you either just by your presence, because his presence is in you, amen? Shut up, devil. Get it. They listen. They listen, Amen. If you're dealing with a thought, you got to speak to it. Get now. It'll listen and obey you. You're creating the same exact image and likeness of him. Clothed in the whole armor of God Almighty. What can't you do? We're wrapping up. It's a little chilly. 
with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Lying wonders. Lying wonders. And with all unrighteous deception among those who who perish, not those who, who live, not those who believe. He's talking to the world here. Among those who perish. You ought not to be part of that, their camp. What they do should not affect us in any way. But what we do should affect them. Light always overcomes darkness. Can I get an amen? amen? And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love, the love of the truth. Notice that every time you speak the truth, God says it's love. And then he says speak the truth in love. They're connected, Amen. They've resisted. They're perishing because they did not receive the love of the truth. The word of God is love. The word of God is love himself. When you speak it, love goes forth. They may react hostile hostile, or in offense. That's just because love just pricked their heart. Amen? And the Holy Spirit's right there convicting them. People react in different ways when they hear the word. But just know it's love himself going forth. The love. The love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie because they've resisted the truth so much that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Verse 13. But we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit. There, there's the Holy Spirit. Again comes into play. By the Holy Spirit. And belief in the truth in the Word of God. You were saved by the Holy Spirit and by the truth, the Word of God. To which he called you by our gospel for the obtaining of the glory. The obtaining of the glory. Say, I have it. It's mine. I have it. It's mine. For the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast, stand fast, and sisters, stand fast, and hold the traditions which you were taught. Go to church, read the word, pray, gather together, whether by word or our epistle, that word epistle is letter. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father, who has loved us and given us everlasting consolation and good hope by grace, Say it's by grace, by grace. through faith. Through faith. Say everything I, have everything I have came by grace, by grace. through faith. Okay. Say everything I will have will comes have. by grace, by grace. Through, faith. through faith. Say this is the victory, is the victory. that overcomes the world, even my faith. Even my faith. Say I'm doing faith, I'm doing faith. therefore I'm doing, victory. I'm doing victory. Amen, amen. He'll comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Notice work starts with the word. Everything you do starts with what you say. He says, and establish you in every good word and work. So if you want to do good, you have to speak good. If you want to speak good, you have to hear good. So you have to be in charge of what you're hearing. You have to be in charge of what you're saying. And then you'll be in charge of what you're doing. If it's not done in that order, you're out of control. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) You got to control what you hear. You monitor what you hear. That's your responsibility, not God's. Monitor what you hear, then monitor what you say, and then your work will be monitored by you as well, and by him, because you're doing it his way. Hearing, saying, doing. Don't do without hearing. 
Ah, the order is hearing, saying, doing. It will always be that way. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing, doing, saying. Faith without works is dead. Hearing, doing, saying, doing. Amen. That's the order of God. Hearing, saying, doing. Always live in that order. Amen. And your life's going to be blessed. That's a good word. Thank you, Jesus. I receive that. <laughs> I'll live on that. Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. You're established through what you say. Finally, brethren, pray for us. Notice the greatest Christian who ever lived asked for prayer. No pride here. No pride there. If you're not receiving prayer from others, I don't care how big you are, how big your name is. The greatest ministers I've known, I've been around them, they receive prayer. They ask people to pray for them. Amen? Amen. Don't be built up with pride and not receive prayer. Amen. There's power in unity. There's power in united prayer. There's power in corporate prayer. Receive it. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified. That the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified just as it is with you. You ought to be first partaker of the word. First partaker of the fruit before you preach it to others. Before you send it out to others. You ought to be living it. Amen? And living in it and all the blessings it contains before you're able to minister it to others. Praise God forevermore. But the Lord is faithful. Sorry, just back up to verse 2. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable, unreasonable, they're, out, they're without reason, clearly, <laughs> unreasonable and wicked men. They don't know how to think because the devil is still in charge of their minds. That we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for not all have faith. Verse 3, but the Lord is faithful. <laughs> no matter what men do, the Lord is faithful. And that's who I put my trust in. Not in man, but in the Lord. He is always faithful. Men always miss. I miss, you miss, we always miss. But the Lord is faithful. Praise God. I put my trust in Him. I keep my focus on Him. We keep our trust in Him. For He alone is faithful. Who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. The Lord Himself guards us from the devil. Guards us from the evil one. And we have confidence in the Lord concerning you, both that you do and will do the things we command you. Now may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God. Where? What's he say? Into the love of God. May the Lord direct your heart into the love of God. That's what he wants us to get and grasp and live in. In the love of God. And into the patience of Christ. Say patience. Say I'm good at waiting. Because he is. <laughs> Say I love to wait on him. His timing's perfect, not mine. I can wait forever because I have him. Verse 6. But we command you, brethren, we command you. Notice he ends his letter to the Thessalonians. The oldest, one of the oldest letters in the New Testament, in the Bible, in the New Testament. He ends it with this. But we command you, brethren, that's sister and two, male and female, creating them both, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourself from every brother or sister who walks disorderly. See, he's a God of order. That's why I said he's a Methodist. That walks disorderly, not in order. They're all over the place. Withdraw yourself. Get away from them. They're like Tasmanian devils. They'll just run you over, spit you out. They don't care about you. Withdraw yourself from them. They have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> Get away from them. <laughs> Amen. Draw, draw yourself near the peaceable ones who live in peace. Amen. 
their crazy ways will rub off on you. You'll become crazy. Amen? But you withdraw from every brother. These are Christians too, he says. Every brother and sister who walks disorderly and not according to the tradition which he received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow us, for we were not disorderly among you, nor did we eat, this is Paul the Apostle, arguably the greatest minister who's ever lived, nor did we eat anyone's bread free of charge, but worked with labor and toil night and day, worked with his own two hands, the greatest minister who's ever lived, worked with his own two hands, just like Jesus did as a carpenter. Amen. Just like all his apostles did as fishermen, had their own business. Amen. Worked. Nor did we eat anyone's bread free of charge, but worked with labor and toil night and day that we might not be a burden to any of the church or to anyone. They were self-sufficient to do his work and they were self-sufficient to feed themselves. They were self-sufficient to feed others. They were not a burden. There's two types of Christians. Those who put something in you and those who put something on you. Don't hang around the burdens, the burdensome ones who are helpless. Well, they have a helper. That's Jesus, not you. Amen. He's saying, withdraw yourself from these. Those who are refusing to work, they're busy bodies, they're disorderly. Paul the apostle and all his helpers did not eat anyone's bread free of charge, but worked with labor and toil night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you. Not because we do not have authority or called into that position of apostle in full-time ministry, but to make ourselves an example of how you should follow us. Bless their darling hearts, and I was one of them. <laughs> I've seen so much, well, I worked a lot. I grew up with a great work ethic because of my parents, because of my dad. A great work ethic. Um, but there's something about Orange County <laughs> that I've noticed. And I came to a revelation at a young age of it. And it's everywhere I saw money. Uh, affluent cities. Because we traveled and we lived other places. But there's something about areas of with large money that kids just think they can rest. Or they, uh, they're just riding their parents' coattails their whole lives. And they're living at home until they're 58. <laughs> Good Lord, get to work, man. <laughs> Start working. Break outside that OC bubble. Amen. Create your own destiny, your own path, your own life. Amen. Be your own man. Be your own boss. Be your own woman. Amen. He's saying here, withdraw from those people who refuse to work. That's what he's saying. From brothers and sisters in the church. Don't be disorderly. Don't eat anyone's bread free of charge. Work quietly with your own two hands, that thing which is good that you may have to give to those who need it. Not to live, but to give to those who need. So be a blessing, not a burden, is his message here. His cliff note at the end here. For even when we were with you, we commanded you this. If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. There's a lot of confused young folk who aren't working. And the reason they're confused is because they're not working. They need a focus. God created you to work. It keeps you occupied. It keeps you on course. It keeps you on your task and your assignment. You'll be lost and confused without work in your life. I was. When I wasn't working, lost, confused. Where am I going? Where am I headed? I'm not working. I don't have anything. I'm not a blessing. Yeah, you're blessed to be a blessing. You're created to work. So work. It pleases the Lord. God will bless you through it and keep you on the straight and narrow path through it. He commanded it. Amen. I'm Elisha Vananzi. I approve this message. 
If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. Don't ask me for nothing if you have the ability to work and refuse to work. I'm not giving you nothing. And neither should you. Amen? There's a lot of people on those corners who are working it. Who aren't really poor at all. <laughs> you got to have discernment, amen? If you can work, <laughs> don't ask me. Go to work, man. <laughs> I ain't giving you a free handout. <laughs> now, if you're new and you're unheard, the Lord will have grace on you and he'll use me and others to minister to you, sure, to get you started. But you ought to get someone started. You ought, to, you ought not to finish them. He's the finisher, amen? It's good to get things started. Apostles are starters of things. Notice the Lord finishes his work. The Lord will finish you, amen? I'm just called to get you started. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. For we hear that there are some who walk among you in a disorderly manner, not working at all, but are busybodies. You'll be busy in the mind because you're not focused on something. Now those who are such, we command and exhort and encourage through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a commandment and an exhortation. That they work in quietness and eat their own bread. Amen. But as for you, brethren, do not grow weary in doing good, those who are working and serving the Lord. And if anyone does not obey our word in this epistle, note that person and do not keep company with him. Ooh, these are strict orders. Don't keep company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet do not count him as an enemy, of course not, but admonish him, build him up, warn him as a brother. Warn him with the words of life, the words of truth, which we read our love itself. Amen. God wants us to work. If you don't have a job, start serving. Start working. Do something. Sow something. If you don't have a job, sow what you have. God will give you a better job. Work your way up. Amen? Start with something. He always gives you something to start with. If you'll use it appropriately, it'll exalt you and build you up. He always gives seed to the sower and bread for food to the eater. Don't eat the seed. Don't be lazy and eat the seed. That seed is for sowing to give you and your family a better life. Amen. Don't eat the seed. Sow what he gives you. Keep on growing. Keep on growing. Keep on moving. Do not grow weary in well and doing good. And if anyone does not obey our word in this epistle, note that person do not keep company with him or her, that they may be ashamed, but not count them as an enemy, but admonish and warn them as a brother. And the benediction, the final closing. Now may the Lord of peace himself. Now may the Lord of peace himself. You gotta have peace in your work too. Peace everywhere. Give you peace always, always, in every way. The Lord be with you all. The salutation of Paul with my own hand, which is a sign in every epistle, so I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Say, the grace of God, grace of God is bringing me the best job I've ever had. Say, I was created to work. And I was created to work to give. I worked again not to live. I have a good work ethic because Jesus does. In Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Did someone get something out of 2 Thessalonians? I know I did. I'm encouraged to work. <laughs> I'm ready, man. Bring it on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jobs cometh. In Jesus' name. Let's all stand. Let's speak that over each other. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
I command work to break through in the name of Jesus for you. I command work to break through in the name of Jesus for you. So many different callings, so many different areas this world needs. Jesus said, go ye into all the world. That's the workforce, that's the labor force, that's the world at large. Don't stay at home. Go ye into all the world. Didn't even say earth, he said world. The Babylonian system needs you. He needs you in it, amen? Go ye into all the world. Teaching and preaching, speaking the good news in there. And watch how I exalt you, says the Lord, just like Joseph. You're my Joseph on the earth. If you'll do what I say and move when I say move, I will exalt you. I have good plans for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a bright future, a bright hope, and a bright future. You just follow my lead. Stay steady in me and I'll see you through, says the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just pronounce new jobs, new businesses, new ideas, creativity, and witty inventions upon the body of Christ today, upon your people. Ideas sent from heaven through their spirit that they will create because you have not given us the spirit of lasciviousness or laziness. Let us be diligent to act on those ideas. Let us be diligent to act on those creative ideas and produce them in the earth because they're from heaven. Thank you, Lord, for witty inventions that can make people millions of dollars of money and bless their churches and bless your work on the earth and bless each other. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for doing that. I thank you, Lord, for that spirit of entrepreneurship upon each one listening and growing and growing and growing up in Him to the fullness of Him that fills all in all. Thank you, Lord, for filling our pockets. You're the one who fills all in all. Thank you for filling our bank accounts. You're the one who fills all in all. Our investment accounts, our retirement accounts, you're the one who fills all in all. Thank you for filling our storehouses and commanding the blessings on them in Jesus' precious name. You're the one who restores all in all. You're the one who fills all in all. We thank you, Lord, for supernatural abundance and the abundant overflow which has been prophesied this year in the local church. And we give you all the praises for it, that you use us as instruments, instruments of prosperity, clearing houses for the kingdom of God on earth. If it's your will to give, God will make it your will to receive. All grace abounds to thee. He ministers seed to the sower and bread for food and increases the fruits of your righteousness and harvest. If you've sown seed, you're due a harvest. God gives the increase. God gives the increase. And men will transfer it to you. Birds will transfer it to you. If God has to use a fish, he'll do it. Just like he did for himself and Peter. Pay their taxes. God can use anything at any time. Say that with me. God can use anything at anyone at any time. In Jesus' name. Say, large harvest. Come to me now. Say, I'm a big giver. That qualifies me as a big receiver. <laughs> Glory to God. Now call it in at work. Call it in on your free time. You got a new job, I guarantee it. Thank you, Lord, for it. We give you all the praises for exalting your people in the workplace, exalting your people on this earth into prominent positions, faithful with little, ruler over much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that spirit of excellence in each one of us, that spirit of diligence, that spirit of work that you placed inside of every man. 
Bless you for it, Father. It's a glorious thing. Hallelujah. Moses outworked anyone. Joseph outworked anyone. Your work will shine for you. Because whatever you put your hand to prosper, says the Lord. Just raise your hands to heaven. Say, the Lord gave me these hands to work quietly with. And whatever I put them to, prospers. Say, I'm living in prosperity. This year, I'm like I ever have. There's good things to come. This is a very blessed year. Good things are coming to your house. If you're faithful with little, God will put you in charge of much. If you're not faithful with what you have, don't expect to receive much. But if you are, and if it's your will to be, God will change you. God will use you. And blessings will come to you. The generous man is blessed in his doing. Generosity pays. You can't outgive God. Amen. We love you all. Thank you for being with us today. If you'd like to sow into our offering, we believe with you for a 30, 60, 100 fold return that the Lord increases you more and more, you and your children. We say you are blessed of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And he has blessed you, your hands, and your households. In Jesus' precious name. You can give online at ElishaMarkMinistries.com. We are coming out with our giving statements for 2020. So be in touch with those. We have your information. Just make sure we do. And we love you guys. And we thank you. And we thank you for supporting this word, work, and ministry. You can't outgive God. It's the greatest investment you can make on the earth right now is in the kingdom of heaven. It pays 100 to 1. 100 fold. In Jesus' precious name. Thanks for being with us. We love you guys. Be blessed. Amen. Amen. Amen.